Hello, everyone. Welcome back to The Smallest Box Possible. I am super excited today because I have got Mr. Daniel Flores, who is an amazing, absolutely amazing uh, graphic artist. And we're going to talk about uh, the necessity of having a good graphic artist um, in with your business, in your business, around your business. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, it is absolutely my pleasure to introduce Mr. Daniel Flores. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> I had to give you I had to give you the clap. I had to give you the clap. That's right. How are you thank today, you, thank sir? You, thank you. How are you today? I am doing good. I am doing good. Good morning and awesome uh, to I feel awesome today and thank you for inviting me. And uh, yes, yes, that is a very, very big subject. <laughs> it, when it's it comes huge. To entrepreneur. So thank you for bringing me on. Oh no, I have a lot of opinions and oh. a, lot of, <laughs> a lot of stories. <laughs> well, I mean, we got we we got plenty of time today. Uh, one of the things uh, we were talking before we started recording about, um, like this man, like it's it's hard for me to explain. I met I met this man probably four years ago um, at a volunteer event. And it was, it's a bizarre process when you can watch someone take a picture and then you see the social media posts they create five minutes later and it just blows your mind. Absolutely <laughs> just blows your mind with the quality of the, just, I mean, just with an iPhone. I've seen this man work magic with just an iPhone. I don't know what kind of secret sauce apps he's got going on <laughs> on that phone, but just a little bit of context. Um, just tell us a little, you know, quick, where are you from? You know, where you're based out of, how'd you get started? And then we're just going to jump right into, you know, really for the, for the small business person out there or the medium okay. business person, or, you know, even corporations, if you're listening, why you need, you need this man on, on you know, on your speed dial. Come on in corporations. Come on in. Uh, the, I do want to point out the photo part, uh, with, uh, that event is, uh, my my secret sauce is angles. It's all about the angles. You know, no matter what uh, type of camera you have, whether it's your phone, uh, a, a point and shoot, or a high end camera, it is all about can you frame what's going on in an interesting way that makes people double take and be like, oh man, that's nice. What they what are they doing there? And uh, and it's about storytelling, which kind of goes into what we're going to talk about today. But it's storytelling. So, anyways, I just wanted to point that out real quick. Man, that's, that's my so, name is Daniel. Sorry, I was gonna, I was just gonna say, man, that's that right there. That that could have cost you some money if you went to a consultant. So, I'm sorry to cut you off, but keep keep going. Give him, that's right. <laughs> give him the background because this man is just full of knowledge. Uh, thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, so, my name is Daniel Flores. My name is Daniel Flores, and I am a 2D illustrator. That's how I have branded myself in the last uh, second half of my career. And, um, but, uh, overall I grew up, uh, a fan of art. I've been drawn all my life. I have, uh, been drawn with pencil for as far as I can remember. And I like to say that I was born with a pencil and it, a lot of other people are saying that too, but no, seriously, like it, I think I came into this world with a pencil in my hand because I do not recall a time when I was not drawing. And through the years, I I did not know what art was and who an artist was, but I did know that whatever that was, I wanted to be that. And uh, and so, I twenty uh, some years ago, I gave it all up for uh, an art career, 
And I started as a, as a tattoo artist because that was the easiest jump or at, at least at, at that time for me with the opportunities that were available, the easiest jump from artist to um, from artists who likes to draw somebody who likes to draw to artists getting paid. And I knew I did not want to do any other kind of job in this world except a job where I got paid to draw. And so my career is taking me through a lot of uh, steps to get here, including graphic design, web design. I li- did listen to your podcast and you had a web designer a few you, episodes ago. You listened to that craziness and, uh, with Nick. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and I could relate because uh, I, um, I think we're similar ages. And, uh, and I remember the 90s. And, uh, and so uh, web design, Atlanta was a big club. In Party Town back in the nineties, so a ton of flyers, a lot of graphic design. Oh, were you the flyer guy? A lot of, yeah. You were oh, the yeah, flyer. I was yeah. in the flyer game. <laughs> Every you had to. Uh, if, if you're not part of our generation, you have to understand the flyer. Like you had to have a good flyer guy or mm-hmm. gal because mm-hmm. that's how. Like because I remember when I was when I was an undergrad, I used to. Um, we would throw frat parties, and then we would also. Um, I worked with some local clubs in New Orleans and we would have that flyer guy and the New Orleans, the club promoters, they would just literally, I would go like on probably Wednesday and pick up a bucket of flyers. I mean, literally like a bucket <laughs> full and mm-hmm. that's what they would pay. That's mm-hmm. what they would pay. And I had a little street team and everyone else. And, and if yeah. you had a, you could tell who had the best flyer artists because everybody wanted those artists back in the day because mm-hmm. That was mm-hmm. that's how you got excited about you know oh this party's mm-hmm. gonna be great just because of who was on the flyer, I mean I think right, right, you right. know the comedian Roy Wood yep. makes an awesome joke about if you were on the flyer that was a big deal like that was a right. huge deal if your picture was on the flyer because yeah, that yeah. meant that you mm-hmm. were gonna be at the party. That's right, and Public Enemy even has a line uh, uh, that says you're never on flyers, and uh, uh, so it's a, it was like a diss, and uh, and so we were. Um, I don't want to say we were superstars, graphic designers were superstars, but I kind of, I kind of was because we know all the promoters of all these clubs and any given night you pull up and I walk into the club while there's a line of people outside and I do not stand in line because I already know the people. They hire me to do the graphic design work and here I am at the club. They're like, come on in, Dan. And everybody on, in line is, is tilting their head like, who is that guy? He just got out of a hoopty and, uh, and he ain't even dressed up. But there he go right on in. Like, what is going on here? It's a, gr- um, it's a great feeling. I had, the same, <laughs> I had the same thing as a promoter, too, because it was like, they're like, who's this, who's this dude getting out of a Honda Civic? And how is he walking straight into VIP? But I, I right. don't I think that's a that's something that that is kind of part of a bygone era now. But I think it's trans. I think it's sort of sort of evolved into now the digital marketing space because so much and I admittedly I've been out of the party game for a while because I mean clearly I you know I got I I got a kid now but I think so much of that space has been translated into social media into how well you can spread your message um, about whatever event that you're doing and and it is so important to have someone that understands, you know, the composition and what needs to go in. And really, you know, that trans that translates to everything, whether you're in business, whether you're just looking, you know, if you're getting married, like why, why do people need to have a good quality graphic designer at the helm of their project? Not just necessarily, I want to do this one thing, but 
you know, we keep, you know, we keep, we do a lot of our own graphic design, which is, you know, why it's nowhere near the level of yours. But why do, why does a business need to have that one, that kind of that clearinghouse of you mm-hmm. in charge of their graphic design for their, for their visual mm-hmm. storytelling? Well, um, somebody needs to translate. It's a translator's job and, uh, it's a language. Graphic design is a language, a communication language. It's, uh, it is a way, a, a graphic design, a good design does a lot for you that, uh, that, that, that you don't have to be there to explain it yourself. So it takes over, it's, it's like a clone of who you are, of your business and your brand and your message and, uh, and your identity and everything you stand for. That's what graphic design does. And so, what a graphic designer does is looks at everything about the business and clubs was a great example in that it's a who, what, when, where, why it has to answer so many things without anyone asking. And so back in the day and social media does this today. That's why we, I don't know. I haven't done a flyer flyer in a long time. <laughs> um, most of the time they're, they're, they're MailChimp, uh, uh, you know, images, uh, campaigns that we put together it's uh it's stuff that you post online now versus uh, actual physical flyer but that's what what the t- but the people out there on the streets the street team was doing and what social media does now is that it puts your message in front of people's face without anyone asking no one asked no one asked you hey so what's going on on friday what's happening in your club but when people walk up to their car and they see their flyer stuck on their window now they're looking at it. If the flyer is attractive, they will look. If the flyer has good color uh, theory, it, they will look. If it does not, they're not going to look at it and may just throw it away. And if they're not into littering, they might stick it in their car. And this is something that happened a long time ago, too, it was the conferences. And that you pick up business cards from everybody. And at the end of the conference, you got a stack of business cards. At the end of an event, you got a stack of business cards. And now you're starting to go through them. And if, uh, and if they're hard to read, like it's nothing wrong with anybody doing things for themselves. But when you're looking at a card and then you're trying to put that info on your phone or, or, or on your computer or whatever, and then you're trying to read, it's like, this, I, this is giving me a headache just trying to figure out these letters then people are not going to look at it. And that's what a graphic designer does is that it takes all these elements, who, what, when, and where, the information, and then frames it in a way that that it hits people right in the eyeballs and says, oh, let me see what's going on here. And uh, and so when you, and so, um, when, the, when, the, when it's attractive and they, see, and they look at it, now they read it, and if they can understand what's happening, then you got them. Mm-hmm. And when, and if they're ready for that, and most of the time, like the club flyers were, were handed out in parking lots during the evenings when people were at the club. So that way, it's like they are, these are the, your customers. You already know these are the kind of people that like to go to parties. So these are the people that need to have a flyer. But you don't hand it to them in the club because they don't already don't have pockets. They already mm-hmm. you know, got little small purses or whatever. So you don't hand stuff to people. You put it in their car. So you already know that's your customer. And and you already know that these people are going to want to know where to party the next weekend or the next open date. And so so that's what a graphic designer does. It takes all this information, everything about you, everything about your business, everything about your industry, and funnels it down 
into a concise message that's attractive, that brings attention and draws the person right on in. So, I mean, that's deep. Like, I, 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 I that's deep. I mean, interview over. I know. That's I'm just like, over, no. shut it down right there. <laughs> that's deep because I just, I mean, you're taking me. I mean, you were literally taking me back to like 2000. I was in New Orleans. I had a street team. We were, you know, we, we worked clubs kind of, we worked some clubs that were, you know, mm-hmm. had some reputations. Folks got, you know, only a couple folks got shot, but we, <laughs> it was Rob telling you, it was a crazy, it was, it was a crazy time back then, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think it's, I mean, you take it, these, these interviews have been taking me back, but I think really something that was something that was that was kind of transformational for me was I was in New Orleans and you remember those those cash money and those um no limit there was they were used mm-hmm. uh I think it was called mm-hmm. pen and pixel and they had like their album covers their flyers they had mm-hmm. that kind of bling mm-hmm. style and nobody mm-hmm. had seen that and I think that was something if you look back at if you look back at that design that was something that they kind of carried across with that, mm-hmm. with that the, the kind of that design theory, and it was just mm-hmm. like I mean, it caught people. And if you look back at it now, you're like, man, all their album covers, you know, a lot of them kind of look the same, but it was so mm-hmm. different. Nobody had seen that bling style brought in, and it was, yeah. it's just I think it's a great example of kind of cohesion when you think about across yeah. the music labels, the the album mm-hmm. covers kind of look the same. But at the mm-hmm. same time, it was nobody had that little bling effect. Nobody was putting their name right. in simulated diamonds mm-hmm. all across album mm-hmm. covers. But mm-hmm. I think it was it was genius. I mean, I, it really was yeah. because that was that we're talking about bling bling. We got bling bling everywhere. We got bling bling. On our, <laughs> we got bling bling on our album covers. It's a re- it's a cohesive message. So I mean, right. I never really thought about you know taking taking what looked like disparate individual things and then making it a cohesive mm-hmm. message with regard right. to just how we are going to graphically portray, you know, our product. And I think Correct. looking at it now, like that's, it's genius. And it was something as right. simple as album covers and flyers we used to get when so-and-so would be at so you know, at, at club X or club Y, but you know, for, for the small business owner, like just starting out, why, I want to ask you this question because I know you probably have some opinions about it. I am not the biggest fan of Fiverr because, and a lot of people go to Fiverr and they'll say, Oh, look, I can get a logo for maybe $25. Why would you as a professional web designer, excuse me, professional graphic designer, why would you caution somebody against trying, you know, paying 25 or even $50 for a logo? Right. Um, Oh, Man, okay. I feel so, the opinions coming. <laughs> I feel them. There's a, I have two, two um, of two minds on that, and uh, and and it has to do with exactly what we just finished talking talking about, and you mentioned in pen and pixel in their design style, and uh, and what one, one thing we 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 can look at when we're looking at those uh, old club flyers and album covers because I did a ton of album covers back in the day too, is that we call that you called it uh, consistency. And uh, and so consistency of message, it's a design language. And I'm just using, you know, cool sounding words. But basically, you're trying to make it the brand passes through all these different musicians and uh, albums and uh, and different uh, things together 
that, but it still looks like it's all part of one thing. And uh, and so today, it's, 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 I think most of the design world is is stuck on the same design language. And uh, and it, and so because of Instagram, because of social media, it's about the visuals, the visuals, the visuals, the visuals, clean design. Very uh, now it's not the bling, but now it's the you know the um the vistas, the beautiful beaches and the <laughs> blue skies, and uh, and you know and I don't want to get into the supermodel, uh, Instagram models <laughs> type of thing, but that's where it's at, right? Like so, so there's always going to be a design language, and what's going to happen when you get an inexperienced or do not invest in a designer, Fiverr or not? It's a designer themselves. If you don't build a relationship with the designer who cares about your message, who cares about your business's message, they will not take the time to find that consistency of branding that's going to go across all your uh, communications, all your PR, all your social media. And they will not consider a design language that fits you. And, And there are very defined industries that have very defined design languages. You, you do not promote a motorcycle, motor, a Harley Davidson motorcycle party the same way you promote a hospital. You can't do that. <laughs> it's not the same thing. No, it's not. You can't. Right. But if you are talking to an, an experienced uh, designer and, and, or, or, or one who you have not invested, created a relationship so that they know who you are as a business, they will not take your uniqueness and put it in the design. And that's where you're losing by going the cheap route. Now, cheap to us in $5, $50 may seem cheap to us, depending on how much you earn per an hour, right? You know, if you're hundred, hundred, hundreds of dollars an hour, that's nothing. You're like, well, that's 10 minutes on my work. I got you. Here, here we go. That's why, that's why we have mechanics and uh, uh, f- wash and fold laundromats and um, people, uh, mechanics and so on is that, you know, you should, you you earn at a certain rate and then you pay somebody else a different rate to do certain things that you don't have to do yourself anymore because now uh, these people handle that type of thing and you can, you're free to then do other work that earns you the rate you want. And on the Fiverr world, it's, uh, you have people from other countries who $50 May 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 be a different pay rate for them, depending on their country and their hourly rate over there. So sometimes that's a good uh, relationship to have, but that's the part that's missing a lot of times is that we go for the price point, and and I did this, you know, and and, uh, and you call around and you check on. Uh, just recently, my daughter she got her phone fixed, so she called around trying to get a uh, quote on fixing the screen to her phone. And the one that's on the best price, that's where she goes. And, uh, and so, some, so, so that's how we take some of these uh, graphic design relationships to the lowest price. And unlike a phone, every phone is the same. There's a, there's a, there's a screen that's going to get replaced. There's some connections that are matching up to every uh, particular a phone model, and boom, it's done. But when it comes to sharing 
and communicating a brand message, you need to get intimate. You need to be friends. Now, you know, not the kind of friends that are going to go <laughs> hang out and, uh, and, and go camping for a whole weekend or bail you out of jail. But the kind of friends that gets to know the message to your business, what's the uniqueness to your business, not just the services that your business offers. Um, and so you are in that unique position yourself where you're, you do a promotional, you create promotional, you, you, uh, products, right? Mm -hmm. You, 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 you print promotional products for different businesses. And so, and so that is the same thing is like you can't just sell any promotional product to anyone else, uh, to everybody. There's some promotional products very niche and so on. And that's, and that's the relationship you have to build to be able to, to, with the business as a graphic designer in order to say, this is the message that you, this is how you frame that message. This is how you say this thing. This is how the pictures that go with that. And I've worked with uh, organizations that have dozen pages of brand guidelines. Like you do graphic design for these organizations. They say, read this first. And you have to understand what's in there. And then you can do design for us because they have a very well professionally defined process for how they communicate to the general public. And if you're going to do design for them, then you have to speak that language. And so you have to understand who they are. And that takes time. And if you're going to take time to build a business that you could potentially earn millions because we want all entrepreneurs to be millionaires <laughs> and you want to earn millions, right? And that's the, the thing that can, the, the kind of the, um, investment that as a design, that a designer has in their clients is like, I'm doing this stuff for you, but not just so I want a paycheck, but because I want you to succeed in this thing that you say you want to do. Mm -hmm. It's about you partnership. Say, you say, right. You say you're going to be the next Disney world. Okay, well, let's do it. And I've had this happen, you know, and, you know, nothing wrong with people it just sometimes we we see the short in, uh, uh, intersection versus the long road and uh and, and so uh, uh, these folks i've been talking to them they tell me about uh these uh investments that they're going for these uh pitches they're going to and they want me to work on their pitch deck and i say great uh, i uh we go over some of the details i tell them my price and say that's too high i said but you're pitching to investors to get a million dollars. Why wouldn't you spend a few thousand on putting together a great pitch deck that potentially could a thousand times your return on this investment for this thing, for your business? They don't see it that way. Oh, no. They, they don't. see it as money. Yeah, they, they, they see, see it as money coming out their yeah, pockets out right of, now. Out of their pockets. And I think, I think one thing yeah. that that's – I think one thing, one message that that people need to take away from that – is really how you're telling a visual story, especially at, at pitch meetings, because the first thing they see is that first slide before you start talking. If you can't mm -hmm. capture them with the cohesion of your visual storyline and you have a bunch of bright colors, loud colors, you know, you trying to use yellow on a white background, things like that, and, and they're instantly, I don't think people realize how subconscious decisions affect kind of have this macro scale effect when they're mm -hmm. looking, because you know, we've, you know, we've been to enough pitch meetings to know when 
you go up and it's your turn to go before you start speaking, they've probably already got your PowerPoint deck loaded up onto the camera. And so there's that pause between what people are seeing and you opening your mouth. And if you don't have them, you could lose them at that point. Right. That's right. You are judged. You're there to be judged. (laughs) (laughs) It's like the hunger games. Yeah. You're there to be judged like a date. It's like going out on a date. Yeah, we're you visual. Know? I mean, humans are visual creatures. That's right, and uh, and so that's what branding is. It's uh, it's your uh, reputation. Branding is just another word. And I heard Gary V say this. Say this, and I was like, "Whoa, that's that makes perfect sense." It's your reputation. I get gigs, I get jobs, and uh, from people I don't know because they they asked around, and someone told them about me, and then someone else said, "Oh yeah, I know that person," and then boom, now they come into me. They're like, "Damn, we want you." I don't pitch and sell. I've already done the work and built my reputation to the point where, like with you, when the way this podcast started, you're telling me about what you saw and what impressed you about me. And I didn't have to sit there and pitch to you four years ago and say, hey, you know, I'm a graphic designer. What's up? How are you doing today? You know, I, I didn't have to um, sell, try to sell myself. I just did the job. I went out there and did the job and did the best that I could with what I had and and put out a good product. And so the more you do that, the more people will know about you. Eventually, people just talk about you. You built your brand and your brand speaks for yourself. And uh, you mentioned that your wife was looking at my uh, LinkedIn and said, this guy can draw. That's branding. I've done the work. (laughs) You understand? I already did that. I already convinced you. I didn't have to sit here and tell you about it. Yeah. Right. And so and so that's what that's what um, graphic design does. It does the work for you so that by the time you open your mouth and like that first slide, they already got the first slide open. Your, 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 they call your name. You get up there. They already seen the first slide. They might have even uh, flipped around the invest proposal. I forget what it's called. Uh, uh, there's a word for it. Then uh, um, now, now they just want to hear you speak and see if it, everything matches. Mm-hmm. They want to hear how smart you are, how well you communicate that it matches with this amazing design that someone put together for you. And uh, and so and that's what graphic design, that's what design in itself does, and it builds that reputation. And I heard you with the with the website podcast, and it's like we don't just throw a brochure up on the website and say, yeah, go to this URL. That's our website. And it's the same stuff that's in your brochure. brochure. It's like, no, you have to have brand consistency and and bring people in and give them a hug. Say, hey, I got you. <laughs> I can do this for you. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, come on, you know, let me take you on this ride. And uh, and and it's like, and like I mentioned earlier, it's like dating. It's all of it is the same. And you say we're we're visual creatures where we, we we are judgmental. We are very judgmental when someone wants our money. Oh, yes. And so you have to think of your customer. You have to think of the people who are coming across your brochure, your business card. I don't know why I can't say brochure right now. <laughs> uh, you, you, the people who come across your business, the, the investors sitting in the room, you, the, you want, they, they're already feeling like, why does this person want my money? And design helps st- that conversation by putting you in a position where they're like your wife, oh, that guy can draw. That guy can draw. And so when you walk into the room and they've already seen a piece of your 
uh, the, the beginning of your presentation, they're like, oh, that guy, that guy's a professional. That person is going places. And then they hear you speak. They're like, whoa, it matches what they're saying. Everything they're saying in the brochure and the business card and the flyer and their website and their social, social media on their LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, as an investor is going to look you up on the Google. It all matches. Okay, this person is legit. And so now, now you're in a, you have leverage and uh, to, to engage the customer, bring them in and make them feel comfortable with them giving you their money so that you can provide the service that you say you can do. I think, and, and one of the things that I've been talking about, I've been doing this kind of this dissection of 2020 and, and looking at the tools that businesses, a lot of businesses learned the hard way that they needed to survive. Um, I think you, you hit the nail on the head with legitimacy. You know, it, it's, it's very, it, it's very easy to be out and kind of shaking and faking with what you're doing. But <laughs> I mean, it's perfect, perfect example. Perfect example. And the reason I brought up Fiverr is because I, I was trying to redesign my, I was trying to redesign the logo a couple of years ago and I put out a very specific request and I said, Hey, um, I want this, this, and this, and I want the file back as a vector file. And not, you know, mm-hmm. not to get too, we'll t- I want to talk about that in, in, in a second, but not to get too technical too mm-hmm. early. But I said, I want, I want it back as a vector file. And someone in, in Greece picked it up and they sent me back a bitmap. And I was like, what is mm-hmm. this? I was like, mm-hmm. I know that this is not a vector file. Like I, I, and they're like, oh no, this is, this is a vector file. And I'm like, I already know this. And I just double checked <laughs> on Google. And according to Google, this is not a vector file. And it, mm-hmm. it just speaks to legitimacy to know, like, this is what I've done. This is what I can do. And here's my track record of doing it because you're proficient mm-hmm. and you're prolific on LinkedIn. I see those, you know, I, it's just every time I scroll through and just your, that, that, I don't know. I mean, kind of that Aztec style that you have mm-hmm, is mm-hmm. it's, that is so signature. Like that is that to right. me, I've never seen someone draw that draw within that space, but have your kind of your kind of ability to kind of move it and kind of bring it to other genres. You know, it's just, I'm just humbled just when I see the work that you do, because we have to, in, in our business doing the branding, we have to touch up stuff and, you know, we'll get a logo and we'll kind of, mm-hmm. you know, we'll add some little effects, but nowhere near on your level. But it's, it's amazing to see someone that has built legitimacy through something that you can't, you can't sit there and fake it. I mean, right. Ultimately your, your craft I think is, is one that if you think about, think about it like this, think about you hire someone that you don't know to cut your grass and they may send you pictures, but unless you have like real time video to show them doing this, you might not know that they don't know how to cut grass until they've already left. Correct. Yep. But with you, I think it's uh, with you and your trade, I think it's more upfront. And I think that's why people need to take advantage of, of having a quality, having a, a good relationship with a quality designer, because that's, I think that's going to inspire people to want, inspire people to want to do their best every day, because now they have this push. They've got this great cohesive message. Now it's like, I've got to mm-hmm. live up to this message. I've got to mm-hmm. do all these things. Mm-hmm. It's almost like when, mm-hmm. you know, when you speak somewhere and, and people give you this really good introduction and you're like, man, I got it. I'm that person. Like I can, I got to step up now. 
but I, I don't. <laughs> right. I, right. I don't think. Right, right. I think there's some subtlety. I think there's some subtleties to that that people may not understand. In that, if you have quality promotional material, because you know we do promotional products, I'm not gonna. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna. You know, order some hammers for a hospital. That doesn't. That doesn't make sense. Correct. Right. You, it's mm-hmm. the. It's the right mm-hmm. promotional item for the for the right customer. But at the same mm-hmm. time, if you know, if I have, you know, a construction company and they want hammers, I'm not going to, I'm going to put out a, get them a good quality hammer that, you know, is going to be something that they would like to give to a potential customer and say, look, here's something Mm -hmm. that will constantly remind you of us. And it is of quality, but just like Mm -hmm. with web design and, you know, web design and, and art design go very, go hand in hand. If you Mm -hmm. don't, if you don't get that quality up front, you could be penalizing yourself as a business yeah. because we yeah. are visual creatures. Yeah. We make decisions just like a date. Like you said, service, the service industry, especially <laughs> I have this need. It is mm-hmm. literally like a date. I have this need and I am seeking a, some, some entity to fulfill this. So much mm-hmm. of our decision-making is based upon what we see and then what we hear. Mm-hmm. I mean, you think about it, humans, all predators have their Mm -hmm. eyes where predators have their eyes Mm -hmm. in the front. We judge depth Mm -hmm. perception, something that's very, those things are very important for us at a subconscious Mm -hmm. level. And if your art is all wrong, if everything, if you can't see it, if you can't read it, you're just going to lose people. You know, when we, we see people send us shirt designs and I'm like, I I can't get that printed. Like they'll have all sorts of fine (laughs) detail and colors that Mm -hmm. don't match. And it's like. It's like where'd you like who did this? And right, did they I, know that it was gonna get printed? Uh, I, did they? Did you tell your illustrator that this is where it was gonna see, that's, go? But that's right. so important. Mm-hmm. That's something. That's mm-hmm. something that we've been we're we're redoubling our efforts and in informing our clients, saying, look, it needs to be seen, screened, and stitched because mm-hmm. we need something that is visually appealing. We need something that can be screen printed. And if you are, you know, in a more professional environment where you need something embroidered, it has to be, we have to be able to stitch it. And if you Mm -hmm. tell that to someone that understands those concepts, understands kind of the process beyond the art, it makes your life so much easier because people come to us with incredibly complicated, uh, like, you know, kind of just filigree and, you know, perfect example, Mm -hmm. tree companies that want to come in and say, hey, I want to get this screen printed. And their tree has a million microscopic branches on it. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. I can't translate that. (laughs) I'm like, tell your designer that I need something that that can be embroidered. And like, I can Mm -hmm. give you I can give you guidelines. But it's like, Mm -hmm. if you don't have a good relationship with a designer there, you're going to be like, well, I don't know who did this. Or the thing that I, I that makes my skin crawl is I don't have the source files. When they give right, you like right. a bitmap, they give you a, mm-hmm. you know, a raster image and mm-hmm. you're like, hey, I need this as a vector. So I can, because mm-hmm. I need as an embroiderer, I need to be able to, I, I need to be able to digitize off of a vector image. Mm-hmm. That's what I need. Mm-hmm. Now, if I tell you, hey, I need the source file. I need this as, you know, an EPS to get real technical real quick. You know exactly what I'm talking about. Right. But, yeah. you know, a lot of times people, small businesses are like, oh, well, this is what they gave me. And then I say, hey, can you go back and can you ask them for this? And then they're like, 
I I don't I can't contact them or I don't know who that is. I don't know right. who did this. Yep, yep. I was if you weren't gonna mention that example, I was <laughs> I mean it's I mean we share a lot of the same we know we share a lot of the same challenges. Yeah. But yep. you know, one of the things that that I love I mean there's definitely a hunger that I love with small businesses, but I, I just want you to be able I just want to know, can you speak to really just what is it what what does someone if they're ready to kind of take it to that next level and they say look i need to invest what does someone that let's say you know my favorite example they got a a, a lawn care business like no bs assessment like what do they need to be prepared to spend if they're saying look we're going all in i need you know i need a cohesive i need a cohesive design that's going to cover my email marketing because one thing I talked about was in my um, in my 2020 review was like simple things like online scheduling. People mm-hmm. now, no one wants to you know be near anyone now, so they you know even <laughs> calling people or you know no one wants to go in to go do scheduling. But that that cohesive mm-hmm. message of this is going to be on my online scheduling, this is going to be on my online billing, the no mm-hmm. BS assessment. If they want top quality. Um, top quality, a top quality product and something that's going to be cohesive across the spectrum of their mail, you know, their, their MailChimp, if they use a MailChimp for email, their, you know, something mm-hmm. they can give to their web designer, what is it going to cost them? And what do they, what, because we all understand sticker shock, but what do they need to, mm-hmm. if we can explain to them, look, this is what you need to have. If you want to play this game, what do they need mm-hmm. to be ready to, to kind of, to, to put on the table as an investment, not just a cost, but as an investment. Correct. All right. So, um, okay. So that's good. We gotta we gotta come at it from the the business side. The business people, small business, any size, any business actually is gonna have need have these needs. <clears throat> but small business is the one that um, that has to get over that investment versus spending. It's not you're not spending. It's an investment into your business. And so, uh, all right. Short answer to your question. Is uh, what's the what's the what's the cost? Where should they start? Um, uh, what number should they start thinking about? It's going to be in the thousands. And uh, you know, the the long answer is going to be it's, it's going to include the specifics. Like so, we we taking a lawn care uh, business as an example. Their cost may be different than a. Um, a dentist, mm-hmm. right? Then a then a mom and pop dentist. Not only is uh, are they dealing with a different type of product, but they're they're also their level of refinement and presentation has uh, a, a difference. Their their um, the I want to promotional materials, the stuff with the stuff. The where their brand is going to go on what is it going to go on? Uh, there's a difference, and you're talking about embroidery. The dentist may have embroidered stuff on their um, schmucks or whatever you call those white coats, mm-hmm. whereas the lawn people are going to have t-shirt printed, right? So, so that in itself is one slight difference that makes a big difference when it comes to the design, because the graphic designer needs to know where is this logo going to go. And uh, one thing that happens a lot with uh, with me is that people will tell me about their logo, and they have all these ideas, and it's like that's not a logo, that's a 
that's a landscape. That's a whole picture. That's a, you know, that's a comic book. And uh, and they're like, yeah. And I wanted to fit on a hat, on a beanie hat. And I wanted, you know, and I was like, whoa, you're going to stress somebody out with that because we cannot. That's not going to that's not going to translate well. And then you're going to be mad because your logo doesn't look like what it's supposed to look like when it's uh, embroidered. Um, So so a business needs to know their place where they are uh, in the um, in the type of clientele they're going to have and what are the products and things where your logo is going to go on. Now, every business is going to have the social media, the web. So it's wet is print, web and mobile. Right. That's where their logo is going to go. Number one. But when it comes to print, you know, some businesses may afford be able to afford uh, billboards. Some businesses may be able to afford apparel. And so when so that's the printed. Then we have the web, which is going to be the social media, their website, their um, social media posts, their branding on their Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, etc. And then mobile, some companies may be able to afford an app or even a web app. And so they need the scalable graphics. They need a scalable graphic that is going to look good on an iPhone 4, on an iPhone 10, <clears throat> and on the web, on the screen, on a computer. So their graphic, their, their logo needs to be able to stretch. And it's the same logo that's going to stretch or shrink depending on the screen. So once you start taking all these things into consideration, the MailChimp uh, email uh, campaign, all of those things. Now we know, okay, the designer has to think about where is this logo going to go? How many versions of this do I need to have? And uh, and how clean does it need to be to fit on different things? When we were back when we were doing flyers and CD covers, company logos end up being very small right on the CD. They keep they get real small on the back of the CD cover where the credits are. And so if you have a complicated logo, no one's going to be able to tell what that blob is down there. And so a designer has to think about all these things. And so you as a business are not asking just for a logo. Give me a logo. Somebody give me a logo. I got $5. You're asking is, here's the vision for my business. I want to be a millionaire. I want to make millions. I want to mow millions of lawns. As a matter of fact, if you're an entrepreneur, you want to have teams of landscapers working for you, taking over the city, right? Because they scale. The entrepreneur, entrepreneur it scales, finds a way to scale their business. I want teams of landscapers doing big lawns, all the mansions. We got all the mansions on lock. That's what you want. <laughs> that's what, that's yes, what you can go, come no, and mow my lawn. Grass, we go call our business all the mansions. That's right. All mansions. Oh, snap. There you go. There you go. <laughs> that's all we do. Just all mansions. That's going to tell you about all our mansions. Pricing. Mansions. That's it. We'll take my mansions too, but the rate doesn't change. <laughs> right? So <clears throat> that's how we do that. You can come and mow my lawn, right? And we have landscapers to come. And, uh, and it's like 75 bucks every two weeks, you know, and it's not a big lawn. Uh, but, uh, Big enough for me not to want to do it and small enough that we have a guy that, that we don't pay a whole lot because the, because that person mows like 10 lawns a day, right? So it adds up for them. 
as an entrepreneur, I don't want to mow 10 lawns a day and make $700. I want to mow one lawn and, and make $1,500. So now I'm looking for the high-end customer, right? Boom. But in any case, that we're getting into entrepreneurship. Um, <laughs> yeah, we need, so, yeah uh, we, I'm going to bring you back for the entrepreneur talk because that's, that's, that's something yeah, else we can yeah. talk about. Too. Oh, my God. Yes, it'll change your life. Um, and so now we're talking to – so now you're talking to – a designer and you're the landscaper and you're like, I want to, to, to uh, find the mansions. I want to run teams. I need all my people to wear the same shirt, same color, have color coordinated and, uh, and their logo to look visible. I want my website to look visible. I want my, and, and so all of these things to be there. I need to have, and I recommend now most, some, some companies I recommend that they uh, do stickers instead of business cards. The funner, the business and industry they're in, uh, the more I recommend a sticker because a sticker will go in the back of a, of a phone and back of a, of a, um, a laptop, iPad, et cetera. And next time they need, they need that business, they just look at their device like, oh, yeah, there's that, that website. And so, so now as a, as, a, as a business, you're like, well, how can I promote? How can I tell people about what we do? So a cartoon, I want a cartoon lawnmower and uh, it, it looks happy. A cartoon lawnmower that looks happy. And uh, that means it's gonna, you're going to have happy grass. I'm just thinking a bunch of different ideas right now. And so, so now that you have an idea of how you want your company to be perceived, you know where your logo needs to go. A designer has to take, take all of this information and say, okay, well, what is, uh, what's the art going to look like? How does the art need to scale? Uh, what are the materials that are going to go with it? And the logo designer is not, not necessarily the same as a graphic designer. Sometimes it can be the same person. But now that the graphic designer has a logo, and that's one thing we come across a lot, is that we'll ask, uh, yeah, send me the logo, and then they send you something that's, that is uh, in, in raster. You're like, no, 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 no. Can I get the vector? Your designer must have gave you a vector. Oh, yeah, we haven't talked to him and. You know, however long we can't get a hold of him, and it's like, well, did you pay him? You know, that's my first question. Like, well, did you finish paying him? And because uh, that—that's <laughs> that's one of the things that happens, you know. Got um, uh, that's ransom right there. You you wanna you? Yeah, yeah. and yeah. I think they're I think holding your logo hostage. They're yeah. holding your logo hostage. And in order for me to turn it into a vector, you're gonna have to pay me, <laughs> as if you were paying that design. You can't get away from that charge. It's like uh, people. Um, with school photos, you know, and then um, <laughs> and yeah, everybody and got they that doing it now proof. on social media. Yeah, they got and the they're sharing on there. school photos, and it has that big old watermark. <laughs> yes. Like, man, can't you? You got to pay the photographer. <laughs> yes, but I think that person worked. And I think one thing, one thing, just so people that that aren't really in the kind of in the design space, a raster image is is like a JPEG photo. It's a bunch of little tiny pixel cubes that are um that are arranged and that's what makes the photo it's just a, a mm-hmm. bunch of little squares each individual square is a color and that's how the computer the the computer or the device reads it a vector right. is a bun- is 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 math using math to create lines and filling colors and it you know the thing about vectors you know size for size if you have a square a vector is going to be a much smaller file because computers understand math much better than a bunch of a bunch of colors in a grid 
So I think mm-hmm. that's when we talk about rasters, we're talking about like photos, but we're talking about right. we're talking about vector web files. images, images you can bring bring off the internet. Those are going to be rasters. Yes, those yeah. are going to be those are going to be raster images, and we we especially in the in the promotional products industry, we do not like raster images because. If mm-hmm. everybody's had that situation where they may have borrowed an image from the internet and they want to make it bigger, but then it turns all blocky or what we, in you know, we like to call pixelated. It becomes blocky. Mm-hmm. But if you have a, a raster, you can make, or if you have a vector, excuse me, you can make a vector as big or small as you want, because the only thing that's changing right. is some variables and some math. It all, it's going to mm-hmm. look the same at five inches mm-hmm. or 50 feet. You end up with the same product. So I just wanted to touch on that because that's yes. something that a lot of people, um, they'll just send you a file and, and I don't think mm-hmm. either of us expect people to, you know, understand the difference between the two, but having that little bit of knowledge helps if you already know, like, Hey, this is a mm-hmm. raster image or this is a vector image. Um, this is, this will help your, your designer because now they don't have to do it because I don't even want to know how much, if I got a complicated, if I got a complicated bitmap or a complicated JPEG, you know, logo, how much you going to charge me to rasterize it? Right. Yep. And, I mean, that's, time. Uh, and I mean so, that's just brute force so, time sometimes. Mm-hmm. It's because it's, it's time consuming. And uh, and that's why a lot of people don't spend that money on the vector version of their logo. And the, and you can do stuff in Photoshop if you want. You can do it in MS Paint. But you're going to end up with an image that you, once you try to scale it up, it's going to look pixelated. And versus a vector, it's time consuming. There's a cost for it. And somebody who knows what they're doing needs to be the one doing it. But what you end up with is with an image that you can scale to any size, print it on the side of a building if you want to, and it still looks sharp and clean. And uh, and you can't do that with a raster image. And so so I tell, tell my clients, that, and I tell them, uh, I ask them for the vector. They don't have it. And I said, well, then I have to charge you to do it. And I have to, because we need that. That is part of your mis- business. You need to have a vector logo, a vector version of your logo that you can use for web, print, or mobile. So now that a designer has all these elements and it has to produce all this different work, the price is gonna, the price that of producing all this work is gonna change depending on your needs and what you need at that time. And a lot of times, I tell these uh, uh, businesses, I say, listen, we need to start with your logo, and it needs to be vector. No, I don't need that. It's just for the website. You say that right now. I Tomorrow you can be like, that. I need I, I love that my logo. I'm gonna put it on mugs. I'm like, okay, okay, hold on, don't do that yet. Let me we need to get that vector logo. No, 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 no. We already did it. We got the mugs in the mail. What Ooh. are you talking about? That was not even supposed to be done like that. It's like we need a vector logo. And so that's what the designer's there for for you to do. And that's why you have to pay the prop the 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 proper amount the proper to for the value that they're going to give you the graphic designer is going to hold your hand and say hold on don't send that print that web version image <laughs> don't send that web version image to jason okay he's gonna hate you <laughs> hold on one second i won't i won't hate them but i will be calling daniel like dan you, like you're, come you're on, gonna be mad him. right you're yeah, gonna I'm make like, him mad he I'm already like, has a stressful job our job it's for us to, what we supposed to do is we all supposed to do our job and he's going to look at you thinking, why is Dan letting this person send me the wrong thing? So hold on business owner. 
let's look at these files because there's one file that says that AI on it. And I told you, this is the one, this is the one you need to send to Jason. And so that's what graphic designers do. They, they, they hold your hand and say, this is for this thing. This is for that thing. This file is for that thing. And now that you're ready to print your business cards, then we need this file for that. And, and, and it's all laid out. You don't need to change anything. It's already laid out to the proper size. The, the, the flyer is laid out to the proper size. When you get it from the printer, it's going to look clean and pretty. And everything is going to be where it needs to go. And you don't have to do anything. That's my job as a graphic designer. And so the landscaper can will tr- has to pay enough and have the trust and, and relationship with that graphic designer to say you got you got it whatever you, you whatever I ask you for and tell you what is whatever I, I tell you it is for you tell me what I need and now I'll have what I need for that what I say is for yeah and I don't and, and one what, thing is it's about peace of mind because if you develop that relationship with that with that service provider like I know if I go to you and I say hey I need the full Monty because we're doing social media we're doing um, we're doing email campaigns. We're doing the web. We're doing this. We're doing that. We're doing the full spectrum. The what ultimately I'm paying you for is the peace of mind and knowing that when I send it off to go get my mugs done, my mugs aren't going to come back looking pixelated because a lot of places mm-hmm. I've had places that they just they print and they go. And you've already signed that waiver saying that. Mm-hmm. You sign that art waiver. Mm-hmm. The art you send them is mm-hmm. the art they're going to use. And I've mm-hmm. I've had instances where people get pixelated stuff back, and I'm like, "There's nothing you can do because you signed the right. waiver." When I told you, mm-hmm. "Hey, I need this mm-hmm. as this type of file," and they're like, mm-hmm. "Print it," and I'm like, "You are printing at your mm-hmm. own risk." But mm-hmm. but having that relationship and understanding that this is an investment to where you can go mm-hmm. back and you can call that person and you can say, "Hey." You know, like the, the I love that I love that um that that landscaping example. If I come back to you and I say, "Hey, um, so and so are you know if we have a mutual client and I say, "Hey, they want to get safety gear done because that's a you know that's a big thing. Most lawn companies print on bright colors so their people don't get mm-hmm. hit by cars. Like if they're printing or mm-hmm. if they're if they're cutting grass near the street, um, they have safety mm-hmm. gear. You know, like tree on cutting. the highway. They yeah, cut on the grass highway. on the highway. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and so that's something that I need to tell you, or the client needs to tell you. Like, hey, this logo is going to go on safety green. That's going to change how you perceive or how mm-hmm. you start the process. If you already mm-hmm. know that this is going to go on a bright color, you you understand the color theory, and you understand that. Hey, let's not use these colors because your right. logo is going to be unreadable. You know, they're going to mm-hmm. see some splotch and they're not going to hit your person, but they're not going to mm-hmm. understand what company that person works for. Because if you look mm-hmm. at, you know, if you look at logos that tend to be on safety gear, they tend to be just black. No one spends the time right. or the effort to do the color. color. Yes, that's right. Because all the yep. colors are jacked if, up. If, if, just to finish that example or add to that example, if your logo is orange and you're printing it on orange vests, <laughs> You're not going to see the logo. No, you're not. <laughs> and that's, but I think that's something, I think that's, if you can trust someone enough to get you out of the weeds mm-hmm. of, of a process that you don't do, because one mm-hmm. of the things that, you know, we going to talk about entrepreneurial another, entrepreneurialism another day, but you got to figure out what your wheelhouse is. And if Correct. you get so down in the weeds about, well, I want, you know, with, with me, 
I, I really start to question when clients are telling me extremely specific things about the, the, the blend of shirt that they want. Not necessarily mm-hmm. if they have like, you know, if they come to me and say, hey, I have this shirt and I really like it. I want more, you know, mm-hmm. I want this printed on there. But, you know, clients will come in and say, well, I want a 65, 32, um, 3 percent. I want 65 cotton, 32 um, poly <laughs> and 3 percent spandex. I'm like, where did you hear that? And they're like, I don't know. But it's like I'm like, do you really understand what you're asking for? Because, you know, a lot of times people, you know, and people come to me and they say, okay, I want t-shirts and they don't realize it's such a long and involved process. And I, and I think that's where we have a lot of overlap in our businesses is that people don't realize they just say, I want a logo. Okay. It's done. People don't realize t-shirts is a long and involved process too, because I need to know about your logo. I need to know about the use case. Is it just a Mm -hmm. t-shirt that you're throwing away at a concert? That's going to be a Mm -hmm. much different t-shirt than a t-shirt you're going to be selling, trying to make money because that concert is going to be the little dollar and something t-shirt. I get off the clearance rack from some, you know, some company versus you want to charge someone $30 for a t-shirt with your logo and some art on it. They're not going to be the same t-shirt because once someone gets their hands on it, they're going to put you on blast on social media. Like I paid $30 for this t-shirt that's as thin as toilet paper versus right. if they get it free at a concert <laughs> or at a baseball game, they're not going to be like, Oh look, I got I'm mad cause I got a free t-shirt and it's not the highest quality. Right. Nobody cares right. about those things, but I think there's an amazing parallel in both of our business in our, both of our businesses in that, we have to walk our clients through. And as a customer, you need to be prepared to walk through this process because ultimately we are in this together and your success is my success. Correct. Yep. And and going to touching on that wheelhouse part, like you should, my landscaper, I've known him for years and um, he likes to talk. You know, we have a good relationship, He like, but he's a talker just like me. He tells me about which kind of grass I have on which part of my lawn. What's that bush called? What's that, you know, is it native to Georgia? Who brought it to Georgia? <clears throat> he knows his stuff. He knows, you know, uh, greenery. I don't know what's the but, 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 botany. I don't know what the word is, right? If there's a scientific word for all plants. Botany? I want to say it's botany, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Anyways. This guy guy is smart, like super smart. And so he knows how to treat every situation dealing with the with with the landscapes. And so I'm not going to sit there and say, hey, this is this kind of grass. So I need you to cut it diagonal. And then this is that kind of grass. But that kind of grass, I wanted you to cut it, you know, perpendicular and and, and horizontal or whatever. I'm not going to sit there and do that. But a lot of times businesses get stuck, like you said, with that T-shirt uh, uh, example and saying, I want this T-shirt to be this, this and that. And like, but why? Why? that You're giving these away. These are these are we're going to buy one dollar T-shirts. All right. That you're giving them away. People are not going to wear them because they're going to love the logo on it and they're just going to hang it up. Because if but if you but if, but if you make people think that these are wash and wear, they, they're going to fall apart in the washer. You know, the, the, the three the three on the third wash is gone. It doesn't the print is gone. Like literally, like sometimes gone, like all the way, like just gone. I, yes, yes, yes. And uh, and so it's like, uh, and and so so it is. We all have to stand in our lane and let the professional 
do their job. So when people come to you, they have to tell you, I want a set of T-shirts for where we're going to throw from the stage. I want a set of T-shirts that when, I, when I'm when i mowing the lawn and somebody stops me and says, hey, what are you guys doing? Do you have a number? I give them a shirt. Like, here, have a free shirt. Our number's on there. And then that makes that other person feel good. It's like, oh, they gave me something, but there's a number, so I can call my landscaper now. Um, versus the ones where, you know, and I, this was in your podcast, too. I did pay attention to some of your podcasts. You, you, you did. Said, I'm humble. <laughs> you just said, $50 t-shirts. Somebody's buying them. Like there are out there. I don't know why. And uh, in any case, uh, but there's somebody out there buying $50 t-shirts, $100 t-shirts. And uh, and so it's, but they, you have to give them the quality. And so let Jason tell you, okay, you want your t-shirts on, a, in, on Macy's. You want them in a boutique. I got you. Don't tell me what shirts to pick for you. This is my job. I know what I'm doing. These are the shirts you should be looking at. Oh, you want to sell T-shirts on the side of the road. Nothing wrong with that. But, you know, now we're talking about three shirts per $10. Like when you go to the beach, they got those places uh, near um, resort places where it's three shirts for $10. Oh, you want the three shirts for 10 bucks? I got you. Well, then look over here, you know. And so... That's the job of a graphic designer. It's like, well, what do you need, Mr. Landscaper? Oh, you're trying to do this and do that. Okay, I got you. Let me handle that for you. I'm going to give you exactly what you need, designed for what you're going to, uh, what you need it for. And if it's the specifications of your printer, and a lot of times that's what I do with my clients. Like, well, let me talk to the printer because I, I don't think you know what you're talking about. But I, I know the printer will tell me exactly what they need me to do, and I will understand them, and I'll get it done for you. Because we're going to sp- we're going to speak the same language, and I think Correct. that's yeah. something that's something that's 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 important because the screen printing world and the print printing world are two different are two different worlds, and so you know, screen printing may be one way. You know, especially one of the one of the challenges that we face is. When we take we take some of our clients from screen printing, you know they have certain they have certain colors that they use for screen printing, which we can replicate effectively. But then they go to CMYK, they go into CMYK four color printing for print material. It's not it's not apples to apples, and so you have right. to understand the difference. And it's so much easier. I think the takeaway is it's so much easier to let the professionals stay in their wheelhouses, just right. like someone pays you, Mister Lawn Care Owner or miss salon owner to do their hair, cut their grass or whatever, because they trust you that you're going to do the best job. You need to let your service providers do their best job. Because again, it's in everyone's interest for you to be successful because you're going to say, look, I got this. I got, they're going to, someone's going to come to you and say, look, you've got this completely cohesive um, ad campaign that covers your promotional all the way to your email and you're they're like, well, who did it? And I'm like, hey, this is this is my person. This is the one that 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 does that fire job. But mm-hmm. you you have to trust. You have to find professionals, and you have to trust professionals. And I think mm-hmm. that's something that that's something that I really want. I really hope resonates with my with my listeners is that the the reason that you charge and you've given me some quotes and I'm I'm guilty of the same sticker shock too. <laughs> I mean, I'm just going to be honest. I'm just like, uh, but the thing is, is that is a visceral response. And I think that sticker shock that people get when, when you quote them and you say, look, this number is going to have a comma in it. 
Mm-hmm. I think that mm-hmm. sticker shock is visceral, but it is not cerebral because they're not looking at that as, okay, this, you know, let's say $5,000 that I'm going for the full Monty is going to translate into 300 new customers because I have put together an extremely cohesive professional campaign because that's what mm-hmm. I paid for. And it's mm-hmm. an investment because so much of what I've learned as an entrepreneur is we have to get past that visceral of understanding how much things really cost in the service industry, because we have this kind of dynamic of, we understand how much t-shirts cost, which is why I refuse to pay $30 for a t-shirt. Unless it's like, sure. unless I understand like what's gone into <laughs> it because our printer with your wife at a concert. Okay. And she says, I need that t-shirt. And they're like, dang, all right, I'll get it. Yeah, but it's like it's like it's like our printer makes um, they have some seventy five dollar T-shirts that they make, but Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. they are hand foiled. They are, you know, full color front, full color back, hand foiled Mm -hmm. in with the color like like that's an that's art. You don't wear this T-shirt. You don't wash Mm -hmm. this T-shirt. So people are willing to pay for that. But the same does not hold true for a wash and wear T-shirt. And I think the same holds true for for, you know, your role in all of this and understanding where you fit, you know, where your craft fits into the business because because people, especially in 2021, as we go to so many more things are going to be digital, going to be remote, going to be, you know, socially distant, you need to have a better, you need to have a better illustrated um storyline to your business because you're not going to have the same method of talking to somebody sitting down face to face across a desk. That's not going to, that's not going to be a thing. I, my guess is, you know, fall or maybe even spring of 2022 before people are comfortable back sitting back across a desk. So you need to have Mm -hmm. that message together. You need to have Mm -hmm. that, that you need to have all of that, that, that visual messaging together before we even have our conversation because I need to be sold that, hey, this person knows what they're doing. Like, I'm sitting here. I mean, if you think about it, I have the luxury of being able to see your studio. And I've seen your studio before. You know, <laughs> no one would get graphic art for me if they saw a bunch of stick figure drawings behind me. But I see this beautiful <laughs> mural behind you. And I'm like, maybe this dude can draw. I mean, it's <laughs> it's it's seriously, I don't think people understand how how subconscious visual cues, how important those things are in terms of, you as a business, and it's something that I, I tell my clients, like on, on the embroidery side, good, high quality embroidery, they're going to be looking at your name. They're going to be looking at the type of shirt that you're wearing. They're, that's the first thing they see. You need to set a, a good first impression because they are going to see you before they hear mm-hmm. you. That's right. And that is, right. that is so important in, in both mm-hmm. of our wheelhouses that people are going to see things before they hear you. And you need to yep. have you need to have that message all tight and and together so that you can be effective in what you're going to do. Your message should be at this highest level, and they don't ever have to see you. They don't ever have to talk to you. That's what graphic design. That's what your social media messaging. That's what your website is job is to do, to announce you, to announce your presence. And you don't even have to show up. They just have to say, this is this is Jason's work. This is Dan's work. This is that Mr. Landscaper's work. This is Mrs. Landscaper's work right here. And, and that's what good graphic design is going to do is announce, promote, 
share the feeling, share the emotion that this is a full professional without me know you knowing me, my artwork behind me. If you were to look at it, you'd be like, whoa, that's a talented person. That's what you want your graphic design to do for you. And I think and in so, general, yeah, I think in general, you want, regardless, you want, if you do hair, you want people mm-hmm. to be able to see the hair that you've done and say that mm-hmm. this person can do hair. If, you know, mm-hmm. I do, I do shirts and promo items. They're like, man, this is really good. You know, this is really good quality. If, you know, mm-hmm. your art speaks for itself. And so I, I think so much, so much of being in business, the products that we, that we make, the services that we render they need to be able to speak for themselves because that's right. the first thing that people are going to see and right. you need to invest in that story you need to invest right, you need right, to right. give whatever it is a voice and you can't if you're if you're you know a landscape person and you're trying to learn illustrator on the side i'm questioning i'm i'm questioning your motives because <laughs> it, it's you're it's years to get proficient years mm-hmm. to be able to do that and it's like do you want to be good at landscaping or do you want to be good at at graphic design because ultimately right. you need to pick the one that you want to be good at right and and beyond that it uh your graphic design is not going to be effective and you're going to be mad be like why is no one calling my phone number why is no one uh clicking on my contact form on my website because the graphic design that you put together, the logo you put together as a professional landscaper does not <laughs> add up to what a professional could do. And you have to, so, so that's why it's in the thousands. You got to let people do their job and invest. Just like you, if you got, if you're doing mansions, you don't show up with, a, with that lawnmower that you just push <laughs> and the blades move on their own. Because you'll be there all day and never finish. You show up with the riding lawnmower that costs, that costs thousands of dollars. Mm-hmm. And you get it done in half a day. And so that push lawnmower is $10, but that's for a kid to do neighborhood stuff, right? That's for a, 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 a parent to just jump outside and say, okay, I'm going to do my patch of grass real quick. <laughs> and that's what you're effectively you're doing. Your professional landscaper has riding lawnmowers, right? That cost thousands and thousands of dollars. But you're doing a logo that equals a push lawnmower in your field. And so so let the professionals do their job. Let the professional do his thing. And you're going to have to invest. It's an investment. And, and it will an investment into your future that you will forever uh, have this brand to put into whatever kind of service you want it to be in whatever format, web, print, mobile. But at the same time, it's an investment because it's going to bring you business. People are going to see that design. It's going to be consistent across all social media. They're going to see the logo be consistent. They're going to see the design language be consistent. And your customer be like, oh, yeah, I, I, these are my guys. They're knocking stuff out. They do great work all the time, kind of like – the way you perceive me and you've seen me, that's what you want your customer to look at your landscaping business. That's how you want your customer to look at whatever business that you're in. You want the, you want your customer to feel assured that you're going to be taken care of because these folks got their message right. And so whether the pandemic is over or not, you don't have the only time you go to meet a client 
is to lock in that deal, sign on the dotted line, and get that deposit. That's it. You do not need to go and sell yourself. You do not need to go and pitch yourself. Your brand messaging should be doing that for you, and you and it should have already locked them in into saying whatever you want, Jason. What just whatever <laughs> you say the price is, I'm doing. You it. got it. Mm-hmm. That's right, and that's the, what you want to hear. That's what you want to hear from your clients. And so, because that's what you want to hear from your clients, then you need to find the the designer that works in your field, that works in the stuff type of stuff that you uh, that you're in. And whenever the designer says, listen, Jason, I like your ideas. This is great. Uh, and your rate is going to be $5,500. And then Jason's job is to say, I got you. What's the deposit? Half of that? Okay, I got you. Here you go. Yeah, because you want, it, when you, you want them around, to come in with that, with that decision already made because they, they're, if they're savvy enough to have, you know, let's say $2,750 to drop on, on the deposit, if they're savvy enough to be in that position. They're sa- they've already done their research. They've they've right. looked at your testimonials. They've looked at the art, and they say, "Look, this is the cost is is an investment, and I can I can get five, six, seven, eight, a hundred times return on my investment, and exactly. I don't have to worry about this. I don't That's have correct. to. It's an email. Hey, this is going on. This is this the right thing? No, this is the mm-hmm. wrong thing. Let me talk to Jason. He's you know we're gonna we'll hash it out. We'll send the right thing over. You go worry about what you do." best mm-hmm. your job as a business owner is to lock in the deal after your branding has already convinced the customer that's what the website is supposed to do that's what the flyer the flyer is supposed to the flyer the flyer website uh business card and uh and testimonials are like the greeters at the walmart hey how you doing here's the specials for today and you, as the business order, your owner, your job is the cashier. Ring them up. Ring them up. Ring them up. Swipe and that. just like a cashier, the, the customer doesn't sit there and say, nah, 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 nah. I can get this. I can get on Fiverr. I can get this cheaper. So you should, you should, you know, give me a break. The cashier ain't messing with you. She like, the cashier is like, no, sir. A credit card or debit? What's it gonna be? Paper or plastic? <laughs> I ain't got time for all I of that. Time for all that. Exactly. You already saw the price. You picked it up off the aisle. You did all of that. Yep. And so, so that's what you want. That's what you want as an entrepreneur. You want to focus on your business, not on is this font correct for my logo? Is this logo gonna fit on a CD cover? Is this logo gonna look right on a hat? You should not be worried about those things. As a business owner, you should be your your decision should be: we want hats, t-shirts, banners, and uh, and CD covers on the this logo and all of that stuff. What can you do for me? And the designer be like, I got you. And then they walk over to you and say, Well, can you print this, Jason? And your job is to say, Yes, I can. That's it. As a business owner, that's all you should be worried about. Can I get things done by the people who are supposed to get it done? That is a perfect place for us to wrap this conversation up. Ladies and gentlemen, I would like to thank um, Mr. Flores for his time, his knowledge. Um, Tell him where you are on, tell him all your social media and everything. And we're going to wrap, we're going to wrap this up, but I'm bringing you back because we got to, we got to talk about just the hustle of entrepreneurialism. Just tell them where you are. Oh man. Yes. Um, Delta Tango Mike. That's all you need to know. That's my Instagram. That's my Twitter. 
That's my Facebook. That is my website. Let's talk about consistency and branding. That is there you Delta. Go. Mike. <laughs> Delta Tango Mike, folks. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I am. it has been an honor to have Mr. Daniel Flores on the podcast today. As always, thank you all for so much for spending your time with us listening uh, to the smallest box possible. I'm going to put all of his uh, contact information in the description. And again, thank you all so much for listening to our favorite little podcast, The Smallest Box Possible.